Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, Vic, do you think you might have ADHD? Well, listeners keep emailing me telling me that they think I do, so probably. Mind you, listeners also email us saying we talk too much about your mum's feet. So what do they know? Yeah, fair enough. I honestly had no idea about the connection between overdrinking and ADHD until we started this podcast. About 40% of people that have had any sort of drinking issues also apparently have ADHD. Whenever we chat to ex-drinkers, this comes up more than you'd believe. If you have ADHD or suspect you might or just want to learn about this link, then we would encourage you to check out the I Have ADHD podcast. It's the place where adults with ADHD find research-based information, validation and tons of support. This is the best way to feel less alone and hear some of the answers to the questions you've been sitting with for too long. You'll hear detailed descriptions of what it means to have ADHD and enjoy interviews with the foremost experts in the industry so that you don't have to read those ADHD books that are collecting dust on your shelf. Yeah. Listen to the I Have ADHD podcast and learn how ADHD affects every aspect of your life, from the boardroom to the bedroom. In the podcast, you'll also hear about their ADHD coaching program, which is called Focused. Focused is made up of three pillars, courses, coaching and community. It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement program and is perfect for the ADHD brain. And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast. The kettle's boiled, Vic. Great. Perfect timing. Just a dash of milk for me, please, mate. Here you go. Shall we get started then? woken up on a Sunday morning and said I'm never drinking again and then found yourself waving 50 bucks at a barman by happy hour? Are you wondering why everyone else can stop at one while you head to a dodgy after party with a weird bloke called Disco Dave? If so, it might be time to take a deeper look at your relationship with your reliable social crutch, alcohol. On each episode, we'll investigate our own dysfunctional dealings with booze and find out if it's possible to stop this deeply ingrained habit before things get too messy. Yep. We're going to open up a shame shed of humiliating drinking stories to help you understand why waking up from a booze coma each weekend with a kebab sticking out of your top pocket might actually be negatively impacting your health. Hamish and I are here to delve into what it's like being sober, an unwanted warts and all look into why giving up those cheeky pints or putting down those mummy wines will make you feel happier, help your anxiety and mental health and turn you into the most sparkly authentic version of you. Won't that mean I become boring though, Vic? Well, Hamish, we'll just have to wait and see. I'm Victoria Vanstone. I'm Hamish Adams-Cairns. And this is Sober Awkward. I got a couple of texts yesterday morning from various mums at school, Hamish. Tell me. I had messages asking if Nellie had been bitten by a snake and had she been in hospital all weekend. And I was like... "Mm." being told... (laughs) Mm, what's this all about considering we hadn't been in hospital and she hadn't been bitten by a snake so I said to her 
did you tell your friends that you were bitten by a snake, Nelly? And she said no, but then she turned to me five minutes later crying, saying, I did, and I told them I had a sucky machine to suck the venom out and I was in hospital all weekend. So she was absolutely traumatised mm. and had to go into school and apologise. And everybody in the whole school found out that she had not been bitten by a snake so yeah that makes my insights cruel <laughs> i know like, i can understand what that feeling is yeah like, go in there and tell them that you broke their toy or go in there and tell your dad what you've done yeah it's that total fear of going in and having to fess up to something poor nelly i did feel sorry for her she was so upset she thought everyone was going to hate her forever we said it's okay just got to go and tell the truth poor little thing but funny enough the dog was barking today and there is a python under the house this morning i know well <laughs> yeah. i did so you told me that story yesterday morning i was like do we just get a snake to bite her is that is <laughs> yeah, that the easy the way out <laughs> well it can be arranged today yeah. I think you, if you go and crawl around under the house for five minutes there's a massive That's one it. underneath i'll just i'll just swing her around under there <laughs> yeah. we can, we can, Come we can on, save nelly, this. there's a ball under the house <laughs> there's a big glitter ball under the house <laughs> yeah. But she was in quite good spirits. She picked us up from the airport yesterday and yeah. she was in quite good spirits. So I didn't even want to ask how was school because I didn't want to bring it up. But I think no. maybe she was all right. She it. fessed up. Yeah, that's yeah. big. She's Brave. a bigger human than I. Yeah, but then she, then she did tell another little fib afterwards. So we're having talks about fibs in our house mm. at the moment. Yeah. We've She's a lovely girl. We've yeah. told worse. We've told <laughs> worse. Yeah. Oh, funny. So it's a big day today, Hamish, it isn't it? It is a big day. Yeah. Right. Well, go on then, sing for me. <laughs> Do I have to? Oh, not this again. The mouth trumpet. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy Oh, lovely singing voice you have. Thank you. Not your actual birthday. No, it's my sober birthday. That's it. 10th of March. 10th of March, the sober anniversary. Yes. Five years without a drop of grog. Wow. Can you believe it, Hamish? I can but I've only yeah. known you for two of the years when you've not even been anywhere near any grog. I know, of course. And Maybe for me, if I'd known the 20-year-old yeah. you, I yes. would have gone, this day would never come. This is a miracle. <laughs> this is a miracle. I think you would have done, actually. Yeah. Or you would have not been sat here because I would have been in a grave. You would have thought, that girl's yeah. never going to yeah. make it. <laughs> Although when you're in a grave, dry. Yeah, true. That's Very true. Dry. I would have been sober. <laughs> More importantly, can you believe you've made it? No, I can't believe I've made it. It's, it, is, it does feel like a miracle. It was such a huge part of my life that to now never do it again, I mean, it's such a relief. It's not a horrible feeling. It's a good feeling. Mm. I mean, it's five years since I hung around with a toilet, Hamish, that was flecked with kebab meat. Lovely. Five years since I upset a taxi driver. Five years since I fell down any stairs. Well, I'm that's a bit stumbly and old true. now. No. <laughs> <laughs> five years since I had a hangover, which is amazing. Five years since I did the human podium at a nightclub. Mm-hmm. And five years since I stopped talking shit and dribbling on strangers. Uh, you still talk, you literally talk shit for a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true actually. <laughs> I've been asking you what you want as a gift and if you're doing anything special. You keep telling me you've got no idea. Why? This is a party. Parties have gifts. Well, last time I celebrated, it was my thousand days. I ended up going big, huge, in fact, and I felt disappointed afterwards. So I don't want others to feel flat on this special day. I thought it'd be a great idea to talk about the soberversary, how to celebrate this amazing feat of you giving up the crazy juice and what I've learned in those five years and how doing what you enjoy over what you feel like you should do will ensure your soberversary is not a failure. So today we're going to give you the Sober Awkward Guide to a Happy Soberversary. I hate that word. I know, it is a stupid word. Isn't it? Did you invent it? No, I didn't invent it. Somebody else did. It's a bit of a mouthful. Can we think of something else? Well, of course we can, Hamish. I've I've come up with a few. Yeah, sure you have. 
Well, you know I like writing these stupid things, so it's like my favourite pastime. It's the highlight of your day. So here are, here are my, my new words for sober verse. Okay. Me again, sorry. That is much worse. <laughs> life backabration. I don't understand that one. It's like a celebration, but it's a oh, life backabration. Jeez. Rebirth day. Okay, that is that's the, quite good. That's just the right side of cheesy for me. Okay, I can good. Get on board Excellent. With that. The clear head carnival. Okay. Uh, the authenticity jamboree. That sounds like a dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a jig. Not waking up with sick on my t-shirt day party <laughs> you have young children there's no guarantee you also had a child with projectile this week oh yes we've had a few vomity vomit and snakes this week uh the fizzy water fate okay yeah there's yeah, a yeah, party a that neither of us want to go to do you like those hamish um i like fizzy water yeah i'm not sure if i want to go to a full fate celebrating it yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be my idea of heaven <laughs> The fate of the fizzy waters. Yeah, no, let's let's just stick to Soberversary. Those are just a little bit shit. Oh yeah, fair <laughs> enough. It wasn't my wasn't my highlight of my writing, I can promise you. We wanted to cover this today, not only to celebrate with Vic, but also to answer the question of how to celebrate such a momentous day. Yep, we want to find out why these annual milestones feel so huge and take a look at different ways you can give yourself a pat on the back on being so bloody incredible. We hope by the end of this episode you'll be jogging instead of stumbling towards your first sober birthday with a good idea of how you want to spend your day, what treats you want to buy yourself, why it can help to count days in sobriety and also find out if it's okay to tell every single person you know about how brilliant you are and about how wonderful sober life actually is. Yes, telling people that have no interest in sobriety about your soberversary means you might come across like you've joined a cult or been let out of a special secure unit. Which is something I do every day, Hamish, <laughs> which is really embarrassing and I hate myself for it, which you, we are going to go into a bit later. You come out of a special care unit. Yeah, every, I've come out of a No, no. <laughs> it's my bedroom. Every day, special secure I'm unit. I'm going to the special care you unit. escape every day and every <laughs> night, John and I drive you back there. Yeah. Actually, I have done both those things, Hamish. Just part of the journey, isn't it? I'm proud of my cult days and straight jacket days, quite honestly, Hamish. <laughs> Makes me who I am. Also, the term soberversary, Hamish, it is trending. I cannot believe it. I know. It's, I can't believe it either. It's a popular hashtag on Insta and Twitter. The great thing about the term, even if it is a mouthful, is that people were compelled to hide alcohol issues in the past behind closed doors and they are now sharing their achievements while subtly hinting at the struggle. What I mean by that, Hamish, is people saying it's my serbiversary yeah. means there is a story behind it without mm -hmm. telling you the story, which I do quite find intriguing. Yes. Um, it helps dispel some of the stigma and shame around alcohol misuse disorder. So just by using the word, I think it helps people understand that you don't have to know the story, but know that there is one there true yeah it sort of tells the story in one word doesn't it yeah i'm sober which probably means at some point i struggled with booze yes and now i'm celebrating the fact that i'm not yeah i think it's lovely just the existence of the term means people are able to celebrate sobriety with pride it lends dignity and respect to those in recovery soberversaries are actually testaments to how far a person has come People are starting to shed the anonymity and celebrate the wins publicly. This leads to there being loads of Soberversary products online. Instead of AA chips dangling on key rings, people are buying other products to represent the journey. Mugs, balloons, cards, etc. A positive trend, a message of overcoming adversity and breaking free from alcohol. We love it. 
Let's start talking about those numbers. So time to open our little apps. I can see you fiddling on your <laughs> I'd forgotten, phone. I'd forgotten this bit was coming Come up. Come on, open I'm it up. Trying to find well, my I'll app. tell you mine because okay. I know mine because it's obviously five, five years. years. <laughs> yeah, Mine is 1,825 days, which is five years today. 10th of March is my day. What about you? So my day is July the 11th. So July 11th to today, which is the 10th of March, Makes me 243 days, days oh, those sober. Num- they're getting big, those It's the big numbers. 243. A day worth celebrating, actually. Yeah, we'll celebrate the 243. Can you remember what you did on your day 243? <laughs> yeah, probably nothing. <laughs> cleaned the house, cleaned up dog vomit again. <laughs> did some washing up. <laughs> do you like having a counting app, home? I mean, how do you feel when you look at those numbers? So I actually feel slightly conflicted about the counting app. Okay. So on the one hand, when I check it and it's a big-ish number... I like it. I'm mm. sort of can see myself sliding into liking it a bit too much. Oh, interesting. And the reason I say that is that I think if you were to ever relapse or to have a day when you slip up, then I can feel that I would really beat myself up. And I'm sure a lot of people would beat themselves up mm-hmm. in restarting the clock. Yeah. So part of me loves the app. Part of me wants to disassociate from the app because the the number doesn't really matter. It's being sober that matters. The number getting bigger, bigger and bigger every day shouldn't matter. And actually, but it it's does not, to me. Yeah, but it's actually not even being sober that matters. It's just trying to be sober. I think that's yeah. the point, isn't it? And you need an app that shows that you're trying rather mm. than one that you're winning on because sometimes you're not winning all the time. Like some yeah. people aren't, you know. But that's, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Like I feel like I could get addictive to it. Like yes. I don't check it very often. It was complete fluke that I checked it on the 200 day day i knew it was around that time i happened to check um but i kind of feel like in your first year every 50 to 100 days is is worth the mention and then once you get over your first year then you probably just count in years from now on right yes i can you're not celebrating no i'm still counting days okay fair How how do you feel about it um, I do enjoy checking in when I do. I like looking for those big numbers, as you say now. Yeah. I'm not looking for the little ones. I feel proud. I like seeing the, on the app how much money I've saved. I think that's always I a good... I like, that one. But then it says how much money you've saved, but I actually haven't saved any money. No. Like, I haven't got more money from giving up drinking. And uh, True. And also, you know, we did that whole episode on money, and I reckon the number that they quote in that app is a fraction of what it actually is. So do I, because I think you put in and you probably underestimate, they say how much do you drink in a week when you enter the app yeah. so that it can it can work out how, you know, how much you haven't drunk. Mm-hmm. And mine was like, I was thinking I was underestimating. I probably, you? like when you go to the doctors, say. he says like how many glasses of wine do you drink? You're like, oh, one or two, where you're really drinking a bottle a night. Do you still smoke? No. Yeah, no, When's no doctor, no drugs? doctor, no, yeah. never. Exercise every day. <laughs> And I think I probably underestimated. So I, I generally tend to double that amount, but yeah. that double amount is not sitting in my bank. That's okay. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So when it says money saved, it's, it means money not spent on alcohol, i.e. money spent on chocolate. That would be more fun. <laughs> if you give up alcohol today, instead of getting the app when they count the money, every time when you would have bought a drink, yes. transfer that amount yes. into a bank that you can never withdraw that the money a, from. I mean, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Get an app where you would spend the money. That's a brilliant idea and it's like a savings app. And it's like a five-year bank lock and then yes. five years soberversary you have access. What, what's the number in your app now? Oh like my God, 1825. Oh, it's like uh, 50 grand or 50 something. 50 grand. Okay, so yeah. on your, your five-year anniversary you have 50 grand. Yeah. 
to probably spend not doing anything at all, as we will talk about. Or buy loads of booze. Of course, oh, yeah, yeah well, that could be a that trigger, couldn't risk, it? Having yeah. that money suddenly on your soberversary and go, I need to celebrate. I'm sure a lot of people relapse when they... Donate it to charity. Yes, donate That's it to charity. We'll there you go. Yeah, our charity, <laughs> soberawkward.com. <laughs> <It's> Patreon. <laughs> Patreon, yeah. <laughs> We're a charity, me and Hamish, sat in the room full of dog sick. <laughs> Just help us out. Help us Help us clean, clean this place I up. I can't believe you're going to dob me in on that one, Hamish. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. That okay. Not rehearsed. Yeah, that's not rehearsed. No. Uh, um, I feel astonished when I look at that app and see those numbers. Seeing how many drinks I've not consumed is amazing. I think, God, what a waste of time. Like, what a waste of life that I was drinking all the time. My app shows calories too. I'm not sure how this works, but I must have replaced them with cheese because I'm exactly yes. the same weight as I always have been. <laughs> so, without revealing anything and with no judgment, can I get some of these stats? So we know you're five years sober today. What does that mean in terms of the calories or the drinks you've not had or the money you've saved? What does it say on the app? Okay, it says drinks not consumed, 3,620. So I guess if I if I was binge drinking, I saved them up to the weekend. That would yeah, probably be about right, actually. Week, yeah. It's saying I saved $18,000 in five years. I would say it would be at least three times that. Easy. Because it wasn't me buying just drinks for myself. It would be me buying rounds and buying drinks yeah. for parties and, and all those things that are not added on there. And, yeah. the, and the medical fees. I would say it'd be more like a hundred grand yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I've got a hundred grand from to spend on booze. No. God, that's bonkers, isn't it? Don't even tell yourself it's a hundred grand because yeah. you're depressed that you haven't got a hundred grand in the bank. Yeah. <laughs> it says calories saved 553 million. <gasps> wow. But where's that gone, Hamish? Well, it's, I should be a waif. You shouldn't exist. I shouldn't exist. <laughs> you should have died through malnutrition Surely, by now. Calories say 553 Five, million. Half a billion calories. This app, what is all wrong with it? <laughs> Where are those calories gone? Just floated off in the air, <laughs> farted out of my bottom. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about wow, that. Wow, that is a good app. What, what app do you use? It's called Done Drinking. Okay, that's yeah. a good one. It's just the days that I look at, really, just so I can hit those big milestones. Yeah, all the others are depressing. The, yeah. dep- the, the days are encouraging. Every other number you just read is purely depressing. Yeah. Just get one with the days just on. Get, just get the good news one. Yeah. There are so many apps out there to log your path in sobriety. Done Drinking is my one. There's Sober Grid, Sobriety Counter, Nomo, I Am Sober, Happyfy. Whatever one you choose, it doesn't really matter. Having a log of your days is brilliant in early sobriety. These apps can aid you if you have cravings, remind you how far you've come and help you calculate when a big milestone is just around the corner. Some of the apps even allow for slip-up days, days that don't take you right back to zero. Just skips the day at the end of the year, so you get a total like 365 minus one. That way you can see your progress rather than feel bad. Remember, those slip-ups are what lead to long-term sobriety. I think that's awesome that an app does that. Yeah, that is a good idea. gets rid of my... Yeah, there's no shame then, is there? Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's important to say... Don't count days if it makes you feel uncomfortable. It is not for everyone. You have to do what feels right for you. If you just feel like, right, I'm going to be sober now and I'm going to be sober forever, then counting days might not be helpful to you. And you just look forward and that's it. And it just, Mm -hmm. you know, you just live your life. But yeah, it works for me. You quite enjoy checking in sometimes, but it isn't for everybody. For sure. I'm actually really looking forward to my soberversary later this year. And I love, I think I'm going to love this episode because it's going to help me plan that big day. 
What other dates do you celebrate, Nick? Well, I think the first Not just one, generally. Yeah, just, just generally. I just love Christmas. June 9th. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Easter. I think the first one is the first year, is the yeah. obvious one. I think for some people it's the first month, mm-hmm. and in others it's the first 100 days. That's what I'm saying. The first year you get quite a lot. There's a lot in the first year. 30 days, yeah. 100 days, 200 days, 300 days. Yes. And you get quite a lot there. It's quite nice. Yeah, everybody posts on the 100th day. That's yeah. quite a common one. Then you have the two years, obviously, but then the other big one is the 1,000 days just before three years. Mm. That's the day I really splashed out, Hamish. Okay, well, splashing out sounds fun. Yep. What did you do? I think it's more of a matter of what I shouldn't have done, actually. These are the lessons that we learn on this podcast is by Hamish and I's huge mistakes that we often make in our lives. Don't do anything that we did. Yeah. Just learn from our cock-ups. That is our biggest lesson that we can offer you. (laughs) Yeah. So true. I mean, for my thousand days, my husband took the day off work. I booked a massage. I booked Mm. a nice restaurant and bought myself a nice dress. Sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds amazing on paper. Yeah. So I wanted to treat myself. So I paid for the most expensive massage in the history of humankind. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how much it was. I want to ask, but I won't. No. I'm just going to say. How long it went for? It was an hour each and then a a mass foot massage after. So it was two hours. So it was four hours, really, because it was my husband and I. Okay. Yeah. And And you're in the same room. In the same room. I thought it'd be romantic, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. And it hurt. So this is the issue with it. (laughs) It really hurt. And you know when you go to massages and it hurts so much, but you think, well, they must know what they're doing. Yeah. Because first of all, it's expensive. Mm. Second of all, I'm in a posh place, so I didn't feel like I complain. And I think, well, they've got to know what they're doing. So... She was really hurting me and I was nearly crying and it was two hours. Was John in pain as well? I, t- I couldn't look at him. I was just, I just was too embarrassed. You haven't debriefed. No, I think we did afterwards. I think his was all right, but mine was painful. So it was the most expensive thing in the world and it hurt. Where was she pushing you that hurt? All over, everywhere. Really? Especially on the calves. Okay. Was she going <sighs> elbows? I've got very muscly calves. I'm... <laughs> Quick brag. <laughs> I'm like one of those kangaroos. You know those beefy kangaroos you see sometimes on the news? They're really muscly. I'm like fat everywhere else in my body, but my calves are like Pele. <laughs> if you were on Tinder today, would it just be calf? Yeah, it'd just be calf. Just a whole slideshow yeah. of calf. With a measurer, with a tape measure around. <laughs> Look at the thickness of these babies. Uh, just a video of your calves lifting weights. <laughs> well, you're an ankle man, though, aren't you, Hamish? I so, am an ankle guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you wouldn't thing. be turned on by my calf no, inch. No, it's too yes. high. Too high up the leg for me. <laughs> anyway, the girl was moody as well. You know you always have that nice posh tea in a massage place. It yeah. was cold. There was no snacks. They gave me a glass of champagne, even though I said it was sure. a soberversary. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, that's not why I'm here. The whole ordeal was painful and it was painful for my pocket as well. Mm. I left feeling ripped off with a slight limp. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, not a good experience. Then we went out for lunch, booked a nice restaurant, also a ripoff. Shit food. Treating myself was torturing, in fact, that day. Oh. So all the things that I'd done, I went splashed out big time. I told the waiter there it was my soberversary and he made a scared face at me. Oh, really? Yeah, like sort of recoiled in horror. Mm, the issue with telling people something like that is you assume they give a shit. Okay, this is did my I, problem. Did I tell you about the time I, when I got when I proposed to Liz? Yeah. And then we went immediately to this sort of fancy hotel which had a nice reception area with a, yeah. um, with a bar. And I went there and I said, two drinks, please. Just proposed to my girlfriend. And, they, and she just looked at me and she went, $15.60. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Do you remember when I went to the bookshop and told the people that? Yeah. Hi guys, yeah. I've been here many times in the last month taking a photograph of myself, manifesting that one day I'll be signing my book here. And the guy looked at me and went, "You're going to buy anything then?" <laughs> Maybe we're just overexcitable, no, Hamish. That's it. That's yeah. what we expect to be matched. Well, I'm going to go into this okay, in a minute okay, because it is a bad trait of mine. My husband, of course, didn't get paid that day. The new dress split up the side, and I had to take it back. Bloody TK Maxx, I have to say about that one. Everything always breaks. Yeah. So don't sue us, TK Maxx. Do they Max. give you a refund? No. I think I'll just change it and in the next oh, thing you've broke. Cost as well. us a potential sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> TK Maxx deleting the email they're about to send. <laughs> the suing is gonna happen. Yeah, so basically I went too hard okay. on my soberversary on my thousand days. So your advice to us would be don't go too hard, is that right? Well, it felt so huge to me that I pulled out all the big guns when I really should have kept it simple and really focused on doing something that I love and that doesn't leave me full of regret and a piggy bank that no longer jangles. Well, I would say that massages and a nice meal with your husband, those are things that you would love. Yeah, but take it down a notch. Yeah. Yeah, don't book the most expensive massage in the entire history of the world. to McDonald's. Yeah, I'll just get your friend to give you a little shoulder massage <laughs> or something. It's much more simple. <laughs> yeah. Any ideas how you want to spend your first soberversary, Hamish, coming up soon? So my worry, like I mentioned, is that nobody actually cares as much as you do. Mm. I guess a birthday or a wedding anniversary, everyone has a level of giving a shit. Yeah. Whereas your soberversary, really, only you know the day. You yeah, know, maybe, true. I'm sure John knows it, but basically no one else is going to know. Now everyone will know it. Now everyone You'll get messages every year on yeah. this day. Part of me wants to go fairly big um, because, yeah, one year is a big deal. And part of me is aware that it's a bit self-indulgent to tell everyone about a date that they don't know about and then invite them over to, like, celebrate me. Yeah. It's a bit wanky. It is wanky. So... I think maybe I will take a leaf out of your book and do something just quite small. Okay. Just family, something at home, maybe with or... I don't know if I want to do it with or without Sunny. It could be nice to have a day... Oh, no, day, a few hours without Sunny. Like you babysat Oh, yes, I can like babysit for you. You babysat yes, for this fine. week on Valentine's Day. I did, oh, no, yes. A few weeks ago on Valentine's Day. Yeah. And that was quite nice for a meal. Yeah, I that could do something nice. like that again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think what the balance that I want to find is... Not throwing a party, mm -hmm. but having a nice day. That, I think, is the sweet spot. A yeah. party is a bit too much. Yeah, I totally agree. What would you do differently if you were going to redo that day today? Okay, well, it's taken me five years, actually, Hamish, to work out what I enjoy in sobriety. Okay. Have you had four bad soberversaries? No, not bad, but I just always went a bit over the top on okay, them. Okay. Yeah. It's taken me all those days to know myself and understand what makes my heart sing. What is that then? Sexy wrestling Russell Brand, night out at the proms, nudie swim, covering yourself with melting chocolate and having Harry Styles lick it off. I don't, I'm not into Harry Styles that much. Are you not? Well, he's all right, but I suppose I would let him lick chocolate off me if he, <laughs> if he wanted to. <laughs> if, you, if any of the One Direction gang were going to do it, would he be the one? If they were desperate to do it, I would let them. Who would you most <laughs> like to lick chocolate off you? My dog, Sandy, probably. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, is so messed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bit, isn't it? That's another one for the therapist. If you would like to support the Sober Awkward podcast, we're excited to announce that we've joined Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform which allows you to give back for the content you love. By buying Sober Awkward a cuppa once a month, we can keep the giggles coming and continue sharing our sobriety message. By joining Patreon, you get access to Sober Awkward merch, extra content, special promos and loads more. 
Just find the link in the show notes or head to patreon.com and search for Sober Awkward. And together we could learn how to feel the awkward and do it anyway. For those of you listening in Australia... Or anywhere in the world, really, but maybe you're planning a trip down under... We're throwing a big party where we'll be recording a live episode of Sober Awkward for the first time ever. How are you feeling about it, Vic? Scared? Excited? A little bit roused? All of the above, Hamish. The event is taking place at the Met in Maroochydore on the Sunshine Coast on Thursday the 27th of April. Tickets are available through the Eventbrite website. Just type in Sober Awkward. We'll also pop a link in the bio of our Sober Awkward Instagram page. If you can't make it, we'll be selling tickets to watch the live stream on Cuppa. We would love to see you there. Yeah, all of One Direction sounds good, Hamish, (laughs) as well as just participating in some of the more simple joys that life has to offer. I mean, it does sound cheesy, I know, but I think fireworks, parties and the whole big shebang are not for me anymore. I'm not saying that's for everyone. Have a rave if you want to. Celebrate in style. But all I'm saying here is that I learned that doing loads and going large don't really make me happy anymore. Mm. Now, I think I would do just a picnic with my kids, a walk with some friends or perhaps a cheat date with my husband. Nothing too extravagant. Interesting bit, because I know my plan was to go big, but perhaps everyone does that early on because it feels huge. I was thinking carnival star floats, fancy dress, cheese, pineapple on sticks, and maybe even a new mankini. Oh, yes. Yeah, Liz wants me to. She does say that the elastic has gone in mine. Well, I know, it yes. It's going. It went in about 2016. It's giving you a wedgie every time you go, Well, not it? enough of a wedgie, that's the issue. Oh, not it's, enough it's, of a wedgie. Yeah, I've never heard that as being a problem. <laughs> Oh, oh, excuse me, I haven't got enough of a wedgie today. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's more what goes on at the front if you're not getting enough of a wedgie at the back, which oh, is okay. Liz's issue when running Ooh, around publicly. Chafing? No, 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 just public. Displaying? Like, just, yeah, just showing children your parts, basically, as you <laughs> run past them. Yeah, lovely. Um, see, I, I initially wanted the world to know about my achievement, and if I spent a bit too much money on it, then that so be it. Hmm, yes, well, yeah, I think I might be on holiday for when your one year comes round. I'm not going to be coming to your carnival float, I think. What's the date again? July 11th? Yeah, I'm away. Ah, that's <laughs> weird, because we talked about your days away yesterday, and yes. July 11th's not in the diary. Uh, carry on. <laughs> okay, what about telling people? Is it okay to invite people and be overly excited about the soberversary with people that don't drink? Okay, this is the problem. We did discuss it briefly yesterday yeah. on our little day out, Hamish, is that... I talk too much about sobriety to people that don't give a shit. Mm. So the perfect example was me at a kid's party on Saturday morning and I was chatting to a woman. Hello, how are you? Where are you from? And I got a message that came up on my phone while we were chatting and it beeped and it was from someone going, I love your podcast. Da, da, da. And I showed the woman the, me- the oh, message. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I said, oh, look at this. I get these lovely messages because I'm excited and I'm proud and I didn't know what else to talk about. I said, oh, look at this lovely message I got. I I said, I do a podcast and I get these lovely messages all the time. And she was sort of like... Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, why? She was why are you showing me? That? Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I was, and I went really red because I knew mm. that I'd overstep the mark, which I do all the time. Because mm. I get excited and go, "Oh yeah, we get a hundred thousand downloads a month," and la la la. Mm. I'm socially awkward anyway. But then when I don't know what to say, I brag about being sober. Yes, <laughs> it's an issue for me, Hamish. It's I'm embarrassed by myself. I guess yeah. If if you were to meet someone new and have an hour conversation with them, it would come up. Oh, I'm God, not sure if it would for me. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. Like, it's awesome that you're proud of it. Mm. And then the, the pod, like, 
I do a podcast for a job is a cool conversation. Yeah. Talking to people about jobs is pretty dull, but a podcast is, is like something to cling on to and actually have a fun conversation about. Yeah. And it does open up interesting conversations. People then, you know, who aren't sober often tell us about their path to maybe thinking about being sober. Yes, or, I mean, that's why I do so it, it. does it, open I think. up good conversations. I do get more bad, awkward reactions like that yes. than good, positive ones. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, I'm learning a little bit to try and keep it in, but mm. I get very excited because I'm proud of what I've achieved in this five years. Yeah. I want to blurt it out. I want to vomit it on people. Mm. And it is really embarrassing and I've got to stop doing it. It's just, I don't know. I think it's important <laughs> to pick your crowd on this one. Okay. Uh, I agree that most people don't really care which is a shame you know if somebody told me i don't know though if i was a drinker and somebody said it was their soberversary i probably would have turned my back and walked away on them quite honestly no you're polite you would pretend to give a shit maybe yeah my pride spills over sometimes and it makes situations very awkward hamish mm. i will tell anyone that listens but i think i need to start stepping back i want to be a bit cooler about it and so if they ask me what my job is i will tell them but i'm not just gonna go hello i do a podcast it gets a hundred thousand downloads mm. blah, blah, blah. i just get overexcited. it is embarrassing and i do apologize to anyone that's had to experience that but i will try and do better <laughs> i don't think you could be cooler i think you just are the level of cool that you are oh yes i like the way this that's just the way that you have to live your life. I don't think okay. you can pretend to, to be... I don't think you can practice cool. I think, Hamish, it has also something to do with our people-pleasing episode. Because, mm. like, I went to this this lovely evening the other evening, with, which was this paint and sip for my friend's birthday. But I do find myself filling in the silences quite a lot. It's just a right. habit that I have. I want to make people feel comfortable. So, therefore, I talk probably when no one else is and mm -hmm. I shouldn't be. Um, and it is part of my people pleasing. And sometimes that means I have to bring up things that I'm doing because I don't know what else to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And that makes me look probably a bit self-indulgent. Whereas, in fact, I'm just trying to ease the evening and make it a bit happier for everybody. It's a bit confusing. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Okay. I like having these conversations with you. Yeah. You do always make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about triggers quickly. A sober birthday can be a huge trigger for some people. That was actually my first thought when you said I want to do an episode on this. I wondered how many people relapse on a sober anniversary because mm -hmm. you're proud of yourself you're celebrating you've saved x amount of money you've saved x amount of calories all of that can build up to go oh you know what maybe i have been sober for five years maybe i can just have one like, yeah. maybe i've cracked the back of it is that the saying broken the back of it crack the spine crack yeah maybe i've just cracked the spine <laughs> feel right. it feels like you've bent you've... you're bending a book You've backwards to read it opened too opened a new chapter let's go with that yeah <laughs> you're in the book world right now break You've a leg opened... break a leg Hamish <laughs> no no that's theatre okay so uh, yeah I wonder if people then get this sort of false confidence on a soberversary mm. and think maybe I can go back and just have one yeah you know just have a glass of champagne to celebrate and then relapse I that was my first thought when you talked about this and I'm actually I'll be interested to know how many people have actually done that how many mm. people have relapsed on that on that big day have you met anyone who relapsed on a birthday or did you on a soberversary or did you ever did that thought ever even creep into your mind? No, it's never crept into my mind yeah. personally. And I haven't met anyone that's relapsed on a soberversary, but I'm sure it does happen all the time. Mm. I definitely agree with you. You know, like your experience, you had a bad one. You know, on a day when you're like, God, I can't even celebrate this. Like, remember, I quite early yes. on my sobriety had that really good day in my career and I couldn't celebrate. I didn't celebrate. You didn't like, know how to. Yeah, yeah, Liz was in bed and Sunday was in bed and I was just home learning. And this is so crap. Yes. Um, and then thinking, oh, you know, a day like that, if it was times a million, it's yeah. your five years' anniversary and you've got nothing to do and you're bored. Yeah. 
It could easily happen. It could easily happen, but I think the further along you are, the more you know that alcohol is not going to add anything to that situation. Yeah. So it's completely pointless. But if you are feeling like that, that you feel like you might have one on your soberversary, go and listen to our episode called Why One Will Hurt, because that will give you all the answers to why you shouldn't have that drink on that day. Yep, seeing those big numbers, Hamish, in your app and those days stricken off the calendar can make people feel in need of a reward, as you say. Mm. You might find yourself needing a drink on this day more than the previous three, six, four. I actually had to look up the days of the year. Yes. It, I had to Google it, Hamish. Mm -hmm. Is that something, is well, that an age on. thing? What did you think it was? I thought it was 352. Okay, yes, you weren't miles off. What are there 52 off? Is it the letters in the alphabet? <laughs> yes, I would say yes. I'm not going to count now. It's not great no, audio. No, it's 27, Hamish. Oh, then what's 52? I can't believe it. There, there is something that's 50, that is 52 the, days in the year. It's just the alphabet twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fitness. 52 is a number, is, isn't it? There is a significance. Of I'm 52. blushing, aren't I? Yeah. I used to live at number 52. Oh, there you go. 52 about. at Casey Road. Uh, Englewood. Banana Man lives oh. there. <laughs> Just yeah. revealing addresses here. <laughs> don't come knocking our old doors. Yeah, don't come knocking our doors when it comes to maths, alphabets, any, anything. But anything to do with anything smarter than the ABCs. We're not here for no, you. No. And that does bring up an interesting thought. 52 weeks in the year. That's it. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I bet everyone <laughs> listening was going, obviously, it's weeks of the year, you plonkers. <laughs> uh, people are going to be tuning out right now. They're going to be switching us, off. It's took us that long. These idiots. <laughs> what, what? What is 52? <laughs> it's not the alphabet twice. It's, the, it's, it's weeks in the year. Okay, that is embarrassing. Oh, well, that that kind of makes your 352 days in the year less dumb. Yes, like, you are in the right... Park. That's made me cry with laughter. Is that the dumbest thing you've ever Googled? Yeah. I think the dumbest thing I ever Googled was actually how many glasses of champagne can you drink when you're pregnant? Oh, it's good, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I just stopped on before this to check what's the dumbest thing I Googled this week. Yeah. God, firstly, my Google searches are dull. Right. What's the nearest Coles to me was uh, came up more than once. No, that's not dull. Coles, I find that Coles interesting. Coles is a supermarket here. Yeah, well, how far was it? Um, 1.7 It depends where I was. Okay, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. um, it came up more than once. Yeah. No, but I guess the most fun one was um, how did Ed Sheeran injure his foot? Ah, oh, okay, yes, because me and Hamish both went to the Ed Sheeran concert this week as well. Yes. Yeah. How um, did he injure his foot? It was 2016. He basically took a year off traveling. Yeah. And he was in Iceland, and in the which is like the first place that they went, him and his girlfriend at the yeah. time. And he was seeing all these geezers. You know the geezers? Oh, like dodgy geezers. Yeah, like dodgy geezers. Yeah. <laughs> so geezers are hot springs that sort of burst like miniature volcanoes, I guess. Yeah. And they stink, by the way. Which must yeah, be it's sodium. Eggy, yeah. Sodium. Don't try. Well, Don't it's not. Sulfur. Well, sulfur. Sulfur. We'll Google it. And he went off the track. So don't come off the track. And he did go off the track. And his foot went into a geezer Oof. and he burnt like he said when he pulled his sock off all of the skin came with it oh that's gross like a skin sock yeah, yeah like a skin sock oh gross <laughs> is that a thing yeah. like a skin Hannibal sock it's a Hannibal Lecter it's a thing <laughs> okay okay um, so yeah, that's what happened to his foot okay so interesting so not the weirdest thing I've ever googled but just a little insight into my week yes yeah, so fascinating Hamish I quite a lot googling that night yeah how much does it cost to rent a stadium yeah how much does Ed Sheeran <laughs> get paid to do a night at a stadium yeah how many people fit in the Suncorp stadium yeah there's a lot of Googling Why is a t-shirt $75? That was my Google. Is that Google. what it was? Yeah. 
75. $75 for a kid's T-shirt, yeah. I got one for my son. I got four. Yeah, I got four, yeah. <laughs> That's even It's blowing out. It's my anniversary, wasn't it? Yeah. I just wanted to add a little thing here that I think it's important uh, to say. It's not just the celebratory side for me about anniversaries that's important to me. It's also a form of mourning a former identity. Yeah. It does sound a bit morbid, but it's not, I promise. Ruminating about how I was before alcohol and during the darker times, I actually enjoy a little bit. Mm. It's a bit strange. Those thoughts and emotions can make me feel a little bit sad, but simultaneously remind me of how far I've come. I think it's good to remember the past if it's not a trigger and remember it now with pride and an understanding that this was my path and I had to tread it to get exactly to where I am today. And I'm grateful for my alcohol issues. I think that's Mm. a good stage to get to is to say I'm actually grateful I don't have any regret because it means now I can tell my story and help people yes so you see what I'm saying there I see what you're saying actually this came up yesterday so yesterday Vic and I had this weird day when we basically went to Melbourne for two hours hours. there's a new airline where we live and they did their first ever flights to Victoria that's not why we got invited it wasn't because because my name is Victoria Um, so we got flown down and it was an early morning flight and at 9.30 the person in the row behind us said is it too early for a drink? And you're like, oh my God, I can't believe people are thinking about drinking at this time. Yeah. And my thought was, oh God, like, does that annoy you? Like, does, would that ruin your day that everyone around us is going to get pissed today because it was free drinks? Mm. And you're like, no, it's just huge relief that mm. I don't have to think about that anymore. Yeah. I guess that's sort of what you're talking about here yeah. is being grateful that you're at this stage now where you don't have to worry about that anymore. Yes. And I think everyone will get to this stage if you're sober. I know it feels difficult at the beginning, but the further you go with it, the more relaxed you become about it. And when you see people drinking, instead of being triggered or feeling annoyed or wanting a drink even, Mm. you just go, oh, I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. What a relief. Because I know their day, they were like thinking about wine at 10 o'clock in the Mm. morning. Then they're going to be thinking about the next one. And the whole day sort of evaporates around them. Do you know what I mean? It just becomes focused on the booze. I'm so glad to be looking beyond that now. It's a really interesting topic, this, actually, because it makes you reflect on the past and it can make you feel sad, but that's okay just to sit with those feelings and let it pass and and be grateful for who you've become. Once you've felt the feels, it's a great idea to distract yourself. Like once you've sat with those feelings, you can reward yourself in different ways and choose to look forward instead of backwards into old habits. So let's find out what some of the options are to help plan a fun and rewarding sober birthday. Do something that you've never done before, like nothing life risking. Don't do bungee jumps. That would be a shame to your your eyeballs to plop out. Oh, you could do a bungee jump. Yeah. Oh, God. I'd, just we for me, I'm saying I wouldn't do a bungee jump. You can do one, but what don't do have... one because I've said we should, you should do one. <laughs> what have you never done before that you would do? Eat a whole packet of Brussels sprouts. Interesting. <laughs> That's about as risky That's as I That's as go. rock and roll as it gets. Yeah. You know, I went rock and roll yesterday. I had a coffee at 1pm. He's crazy, man. <laughs> he had a coffee at one o'clock. I saw him doing it. I was thinking, Jesus, this guy, he is off his nuts. I thought, you know, I, th- I did think to myself, should I have one? Should I have one? No, that is way out of control. Didn't and guess what? Night. Didn't sleep Didn't last sleep night. Didn't sleep last night. I was like oh, kicking myself. Fragile little, little boy, aren't you? That's the price you pay for being rock and roll. <laughs> I get Coffee's it. Coffee's after lunchtime. Like me and Keith Richard have got a lot in common. I get <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, he snorted his dad's ashes. So I don't know whether you've got that much in common. And I drank coffee after 1pm. Yeah. Potato, potato. 
<laughs> so similar, you guys. Yeah. So yes, doing something you've never done before. The next one is games night. A little games night with some close mates. I like that one. Yeah. I love a games night. Would you go Twister? Or no. are we like Scrabble? No, I'd go Trivial Pursuit. I'd go General Knowledge Quiz. Okay. Yeah. yeah love yeah. a quiz. All right. Yeah. Mocktail Party. Great idea. Yes, did it at Christmas. It at Christmas. I love Christmas. a mocktail party. Um, just with some sober mates, I, I would recommend. Not now, though. Because the drinkers free. will just be like, oh, for fuck's sake, you know. <laughs> Where's the vodka? True. Have a dinner out with those that matter. Yes. But choose somewhere shit. It's what we've learned yeah, from choose, music. Choose somewhere cheap. <laughs> yes. And cheap choose and cheerful. Generally, that you've been, maybe you've been there before. Yeah. And you know, hey, it's crap, but so the prices are low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disappointment. I've written there a long walk. It's too dull. It me- <laughs> it's too dull. I mean, that is what I did on my birthday last year as I went for a long walk. Were you alone? Uh, no, I took some mates with me, went for okay. a lovely long walk. Actually, that is my ideal yeah, is, is a long nice. walk now. Yeah. yeah, sad, isn't it? I've just started watching an English TV show and they're always on long walks. At night. Oh, I'm watching it too now. Happy Valley. Yes. They're not always on long walks. They're very rarely on long walks, but the last episode of series Don't... two. Okay, I've seen series two, yeah. I'm, I'm literally not giving away anything. They went for a walk. They went for a walk. But they walked through Yorkshire Dales and they were wearing wellies and Max. And I was like, God, I miss those walks. Do you walks know what? here are bloody hot. The only reason I watch those shows is because me and John go like, oh God, England. Like yeah, they do the opposite. It doesn't sell it. We're like, I look love at Yorkshire. the rain, it's raining all the time. We're like, God, it's ever sunny there, is it? Yeah. yeah. But I love Yorkshire. So I, that, I'm like selling England to Liz through that show. And the show paints England bad. It but, I mean, obviously, it's about murder, but that it's yeah. like grey <laughs> and raining and often like misty through the dales. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks bleak. Yeah. Anyway, yes, a long walk. Uh, a painting class. Yeah, which do. I did this week, you which did. I thoroughly enjoyed. You did the, the paint and sip without the sip? Yep. And everyone was drinking kombucha and I was the, I thought it made me realise that I was always the drinker. Actually, no one else was drinking. Yeah, so that's there you quite go. nice. Really, any class could be fun though. You could do axe throwing, pottery, crochet, whatever tickles your turnip. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you enjoy writing that? I, did. I just knew you hadn't seen it and I was waiting for it. It's made me cry. You wrote it this morning. Oh, tickles, yeah. I added it last night. Tickles your turnip, dear, oh dear. A comedy night. Good idea. Something Good to idea. make you laugh. But I used to work in a comedy club, very booze-soaked. So you've got to oh, be yes. pretty confident if you're going to do a comedy. Yes, with say. any of these, like try, you know, maybe avoid places that are really boozy. Yes, any show in the city. Vic and I did a show this week. Yes, that was a good night out. Mm. A night away with a partner or friend. Or yep. with a stranger would be a good idea as well. Lovely. Check local events. Oh, you could go to a sober event. Uh, we've got our sober event coming up. Yes. Uh, will we have done it? Yes, we'll be coming up on yes. this episode. Yes, actually, we've got an event coming up on the 27th of April. You can go onto Eventbrite and search Sober Awkward and you'll find us doing a live episode of the podcast in Maroochydore. So yes. go and buy tickets for that. There's 25 tickets left, guys. What's next, Hamish? Oh, a market. Go and wander around a market. Buy some turnips. <laughs> That is what we recommend. That's it. That's the best way to toast a sober Basically, anything turnip related yes. is what you should do on your soberversary. That's, That's the key. That is the key. Go on a shopping trip. Sober meetup breakfast. Love meeting sober girls for breakfast. It always makes me happy to share and listen to stories about sobriety. That I think sharing your soberversary with sober mates yeah, is going to be much more better. Much more better. Mm-hmm. Much more betterer. Much more better. Much more better than having it with with uh, mates that still drink. Just because you can just relax and talk about alcohol the way that you want to. Mm-hmm. 
Make a cake, Make Hamish. a cake. Yeah. Make your sober friends a cake. Make your sober friends a cake and have some time alone reading a book on the beach. Yeah, that's That nice. sounds boring, I know. Well, go on, what do you think about that? Some of those to me sound boring, um, but I guess that in itself is the point. It is the point. Celebrating sober often will be more boring than perhaps your life before. So you need to reframe... Mm. What you think of as boring, you need to reframe how you celebrate. You probably need to re- even reframe what boring means to you. Definitely. Because going for a nice walk is not necessarily boring when the alternative is pissing on a policeman. Yeah, <laughs> so true. I mean, yeah, you've got to kind of like definitely reframe that and remember why you're not drinking in the first place. If you take yourself back there and go, well, what's better exactly? Wandering around a market with some lovely friends with a coffee and a smoothie and having nice conversations or dancing on a podium and then being sick on your jumper. Yeah. Like you've got to you've got to compare the two. And if it takes you a few minutes to sit down and compare those and choose the right one, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You've got to stop fantasizing about what alcohol was. It wasn't this amazing thing that made you a better person. It made you ill and probably mentally ill and gave you anxiety and all of these other things. You've got to remember the reality of yeah. it, I think. And it's taken Vic five years to figure out exactly how she wants to celebrate this day. So yeah. don't beat yourself up. You don't get it right the first few years. No. Keeping it simple with uncomplicated people is a good way to ensure the day doesn't trigger you and make you want to drink. Do cosy things that make you feel content and leave the chaos to the drinkers. It sounds silly, but holding the hands of my children is enough for me now. That is what really makes me happy. You've got three children. Yeah. Two hands. One holds each leg. Oh, right. I just lie on the floor like a starfish and they hold me. (laughs) Whilst you just weep and shake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm quite surprised, to be honest. Like, I always imagined that you would go massive for the days. You love parties. You love hosting parties. Yep. So I thought this would be just another reason to do one. Me too, but I'm finding the longer that I am sober, the quieter I become. I love that content line now, Hamish. I don't feel the need to be impressing others or shouting from the rooftops anymore unless I'm at a children's party and in an awkward situation. <laughs> this podcast and my book, I've done enough of that. Mm. And I also, I'm starting to see how Lucy felt when she stopped doing the podcast. She felt like that she had talked about sobriety. She had done her bit, then she put it in a box and put a little bow on it and Mm -hmm. put it into part of her life. And I can see how that happens for people. You've talked about it. You know, I'll obviously love doing this podcast and I'll always do it and talk about it. But I do know how people feel when it becomes just a part of their life rather than the main show. Yeah. So it seems that in early sobriety, you may want to have a big show dig eat cupcakes until you're sick down mocktails and dance until sunrise that was my plan anyway Mm. and that can be great you know go mad if you want you deserve to celebrate this wonderful achievement yep and i agree sobriety is hard much harder than following the crowd and being a sheep and going to the pub every weekend quitting sticking to it and all your hard work en route must be celebrated in some way but as time passes you might find that the need slows and some time by yourself to reflect on the changes you've made with a book on a beach might be the only celebrating you require whatever you feel sit with it think about it and do what makes you feel relaxed don't plan a massive party if it's going to trigger you remember your boundaries and celebrate your soberversary how you want to I think now, Vic, we will imagine you on a beach later on this afternoon reflecting on the last five years. But can you tell me and the listeners what this time has taught you and how it has changed your life? 
Well, I'm just going to skim through these really and just mm. say like all the highlights for me is that I just live a more content life. No, I'm full of pride. I'm surprised at what I've achieved. I'm more present and in love with my family. I'm quieter. I'm happier. I don't really get anxiety anymore. I have boundaries. I know who I want to spend time with. I enjoy working on the bits about myself that I don't like. I appreciate simple things. I love writing. I love podcasting. I love I love life now more than anything. And knowing my kids have a choice about alcohol, that's the huge one. Mm. I mean, they're massive, all of those things. All of those things that I've listed are things that were never in my life before because I was so preoccupied by alcohol. And now I just have a much more functional life mm. where my brain works and I'm happier and I know what I want and, and I can see a future for myself, whereas before it was just all drowned out. And what I the- guess as every soberversary passes by, all of those feelings will only get more exaggerated and more extreme. You know, 10, 10 years soberversary will just be more of this I hope times so. two. Yeah. yeah, I hope so, Hamish. Well, your kids might be teenagers then, actually. You might, yeah. you might not like them as much. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> what about you? You're nearly eight months. So yes. what have you loved so far? So firstly, sober people get two birthdays, which makes me feel like the queen. Yes, you are a bit like a queen. So yes, I like I like that straight away off the bat. Yes, queen. Thank you. Um, but yeah, for me, it's been about time. I think yeah. being sober gives you a huge amount of time time that you would have been in pubs time that you would have been thinking about drinking time that you would have been hung over suddenly you've got a lot of time on your hands which i really really enjoy particularly given the fact i now have a young family so i want to be around more for sunny and more for liz as well as trying to be a better husband um it also gives you that opportunity to get a load of new hobbies yeah mostly yours are around turnips yeah i've been around other things um <laughs> and yeah, like I've, I've said this before, but it is the thing that I think of the most in sobriety, which is that giving up booze is the least interesting part. Yes. It's everything that you learn from giving up the booze, which has been interesting for me. Being more confident, uh, enter a situation sober that I would have drunk a hundred times out of a hundred before. Yes. And knowing that I'm a sort of round enough and interesting enough person without booze to be able to hold myself in conversation with anyone. So that's but, a huge lift. That's a huge confidence lift, lift that. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, don't have that confidence and probably don't even know that we don't have that confidence when we're drinking. Oh yeah, until you give up and then you realise, actually, I could have done this my whole life without alcohol being involved. Mm. And I also feel a lot of pride in the fact that I am doing something and many of you listening are doing something that most of the world either aren't doing or can't do. Yeah. You know, you're really doing something that millions of people find too challenging to even think about doing. Yeah. And that's really nice it's a nice rewarding feeling that is a lovely feeling Mm. Hamish I just wanted I forgot to mention some of the people on Cuppa had written to us yes to tell us quickly about some of the things they did on their sober versaries just to give you some extra ideas um, somebody says a healthy dose of self-love. Hmm, we know what that means, Hamish, don't we? <laughs> I didn't want to say it. A hot air balloon ride. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, haven't yeah. done one of those? I reckon I'll buy myself some new trainers and go for a meal. Someone else says a tattoo. Okay. A yeah. tattoo is a good one. Oh, that might that. be a bit of a challenge for us on day, Hamish. No. We, we could go and get a tattoo. Have you got any tattoos? No, I don't. You? Oh, yeah, I've yeah, got a few. Yeah. yeah, you've got feet. Yeah. Other people said, I bought myself some jewellery, a heart pendant. <laughs> Somebody else said they went to a pottery class and a drawing class. Someone said they ordered an expensive watch, yeah. which was to commemorate the occasion. I like the I'm passing of time. Thinking, oh, a watch is a nice. good one. Anything that you buy yourself that is an item or like the tattoo something that you wear like the pendant quite nice mm. quite nice way to sort of remind yourself it is every day something, something that you wear every day there's so many others on here i can't even read them somebody else bought themselves an apple tv 
<laughs> so I thought it was a good one. Massage comes up a lot, a beach walk and chill. Someone else is going camping, gemstone jewellery. I mean, if you can afford that, of course, amazing. And book a family vacation if you can. Brilliant. Yeah, booking a holiday is nice. Booking a holiday is yes. nice. I'm just going to end on a quote here, Hamish. Well, I got some cheesy ones today because I thought, for the sober versary, you've got to have a few cheesy ones, haven't mm-hmm. you? I chose sober because I wanted a better life. I stay sober because I got one. Yeah, that's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, that's End it on real. that. That is true. That's true for everyone I've ever met that gets sober. It always is the better option. Should we go and paint the town red now, Hamish? No, we're just going to paint it a light, a light ochre. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Just we're just gonna highlight it gently. <laughs> okay. But at least we could get some coconut water and some sugar free jammy dodgers on yeah, the way home. Now we're yes, that'd be now good. it's yeah. a party. It is my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Bit of jammy dodgers on my birthday, isn't it? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. And happy soberversary for anyone else out there. I hope you have a wonderful day. If you're questioning your relationship with booze, you're struggling to moderate, or your hangovers are causing anxiety it might be time to reach out for some support. Yeah, just talk to a mate about how you're feeling, contact a local doctor, find an AA or sobriety group. fix has got one. Yeah, just head to www.cuppa.community. Remember, if you're questioning yourself, it might be time to seek support. Even though this journey can be awkward, it is definitely worth it. And if you've enjoyed the Sober Awkward podcast, don't forget to review it, rate it and share it with your mates. Do they have to share it with their mates? Yeah, of course they do. I'm not doing this for nothing, Hamish. Bloody hell. How do they share it? I don't know. Just write it on Hi there. I wanted to tell you about a podcast that I think every single one of you will benefit from. It's called Therapy Works and it's hosted by me, Julia Samuel. I'm a best-selling author and psychotherapist. I invite you into my therapy room where I speak to either a known or unknown guest. Topics range from the difficulties of divorce, a life-changing illness, to the struggles of motherhood. Search Therapy Works now wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, is officially out. All my magnificent fuck in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores. We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are, there, are there bad bookstores? There's probably ones with moody, moody what? sellers. Oh, yeah, really yeah. depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes. Good, yes. Good. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only made it into the goodies. Yeah. You can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry, and cringe, and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book, even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think? I feel like I know a little bit too much about you now, to be honest, Vic. Look, I really loved it. It was hilarious and surprisingly moving, but I feel like I've seen you naked in a literary sense. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. From an emotional point of view, seriously, it wobbled my teeny weeny wooden heart, Vic. Okay. (laughs) My teeny little wooden heart. Well, his teeny little, his wooden heart is broken. Anyway, so if you do manage to get your filthy mitts on a copy, please do me a favour and head to goodreads.com and give me a review. Doing that will help me get it out there to those that need a bit of sober support. So there you have it. My story, unwanted warts and all. Come and get awkward with me. Not to be too demanding or anything, but seriously, go and buy it Yeah, now. go and buy it. Go and buy it right now. Yeah, don't just tell your friends. Buy it and then buy your friends one or two. Yeah, yeah, don't give them a copy. Yeah. Buy it, yeah. And you know what? Don't be careful where you store it. If you lose it, you can always buy another yeah, five. Yeah, buy another one. Yeah. 